Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 28 of Video Game Realness, serving up your weekly dose of gaming chit-chat among friends. I'm your host, Delvin, and this week we have Cameron. Hello, hello. James. Hello. And Greg. Yay. Cameron and Greg are reunited. After I haven't seen you in, like, months. Has it been months? Yeah, yeah we were talking before about... Christmas, like, yeah. well before... Last week we were talking about how you two haven't been on an episode together in like yeah since the first trivia what I had no idea really yeah no oh my god oh right Pokemon we were Pokemon after oh my it's been since Pokemon we were all here for Pokemon right yeah yeah Yeah. I think I wasn't supposed to be but then I was like. I was the weird Mexican kid. I think you all expressed. <laughs> on. Who is this guy? Oh my god. Oh goodness. Um, as you all know, we did a contest over the past few weeks um, celebrating our uh, January Jams Part 3 episode where we were ridiculous for reasons unknown. Um, <laughs> um So we did a contest to see how many uh, times we said... Uh, Bravely default in the episode, and we're taking guesses. And guesses were entered, and uh, we had our winner. Congratulations to Devin S. for winning a $20 eShop uh, gift card from our giveaway. Um, the uh, correct number of guesses was actually nine. Is that how many times? Yes, okay. nine times collectively. It felt like a million. I know. <laughs> Bravely <laughs> default. Um, thanks to all who participated. We look forward to more giveaways in the future, ones that will include um, our U.S. listeners. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for that in the coming weeks. Because we do love you. We yes, do. we do love our U.S. listeners, so we definitely want to have something that includes you guys next time. Mm-hmm. So, um, news extravaganza. So we're just going to jump right into it. Mm. Um, big news happened. Um, Double Helix, the developer of Killer Instinct... And the new Strider game uh, was bought out by Amazon. Of all places. Of all companies. Like, I know they have the money, but it seems strange. Weird. I like how they're just getting passed around, Double Helix. <laughs> oh, poor Double Helix. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> Double Helix in the start was not the most well-known developer. They did that Silent Hill that was not well-received. Mm. <laughs> and then they had some other titles that were not really that big. But did they do Homecoming? I don't know. I don't remember okay. exactly which one it is, to be honest. Um, but in recent, they've done now Killer Instinct for uh, Xbox One, which, as I said last week, is a, an extremely good game, and they did a fantastic job with. And then they're working on the uh, Strider reboot, which is coming out on February the 18th um, in North America, and it's just like a $15 game. Sounds like a download. It's like a download game. Oh, side scroller. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So they're they're working on that. So they've now done these two well, I don't know how good Strider is, but I have faith that it's gonna be somewhat good if they could do a good job with Killer Instinct. And then now Amazon scooped them up. So now it's it there's rumors of um Amazon entering the console space, so now it's kind of more solidifying towards that that they might actually be entering the console <laughs> space. That's so weird. I just, I want to tell Amazon, like, just don't worry about it, okay? Like, you don't need to. It's fine. Just do you, and we'll do us. (laughs) Yeah. 
And you could be in your little, like, online buying space anyways. I just feel like everybody wants now a piece of, like, the console pie, yeah, you know? It's just, exactly. It, 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 I kind of attribute it to, like, you know, in, like, gay porn when there's, like, I, like, I... Like, exactly. I, That's where we would go exactly. <laughs> from no, you know, it's just, like, everybody wants to get their dick in it, you know? It's, like, uh, you know, <laughs> everybody wants a piece of the pie, and they just want to just jump in, and, you know, they just, like... Tell them. Mm. I'm a married woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, okay, so you know how like, basically everybody's wanting a piece of the pie, they all want to jump in and just get a little piece of it, and I'm just like, why? I just, mind your own goddamn business, Sam, like, is that? Like, has, my God. Sorry, has anyone ever considered, I don't, uh, I didn't read the story, so this is just off the top of my head, that they just want to do, like, they want to be a centralized distribution service, so as opposed to... Um, making a console, they'll just like create like a Kobo bookstore or whatever, like mm-hmm. an app store basically for yeah. consoles. And that again, sort of like Steam provides that consistency. So then, like Mad Cats, Ouya, and eventually maybe Microsoft or Sony or whomever, like they all Had sell this. through Amazon and Amazon gets that, you know, 2% of every sale. Well, that makes And they can sense. do it by buying out studios and saying, okay, well, you can't have this game unless, unless you-, you use Amazon distribution. And then you could go online, you could buy it, and they can drone drop a hard copy oh, yeah. to you, or I... you can just download a soft copy, and they probably will allow you to do that thing where if you buy a digital copy, you get the hard copy as well. I want a drone drop. Control. I want one, <laughs> damn it. I am... Where do you have to live to get an Amazon drone drop? It's going to take a long time to pass security clearance. They can't have drones dropping tiny do, though, little cherry bombs. No, that was like a... Imagine it was a what testing the, you know, Europe or something. Yes, this is yeah. what like we want to do. And then American... Yeah. Like, the, I don't forget what it was. But they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. She's like, you can't have little shits flying around. Dropping things. Dropping things. <laughs> all Thanks, over, terrorists. All over the like, country. This is not a good idea. Yeah. It, it sounds like the future, but we're just not there yet. I want it. I want it right now. Okay, it's it'll be some we'll time. Get it before it's that. probably like three hundred dollars a drop. Oh, probably. Yeah, it's like you know, and you know what? I'm I'm sorry. Amazon shipping is pretty fucking fast as it is. Like, I know. It is. I, like I've ordered shit on Amazon and it showed up like the next morning. Yeah. So <laughs> it's pretty fast as it is, and it's free. So they don't need fucking drones in the sky. Um, Diamonds but... in the sky. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> castles. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, so, focus, focus, <laughs> focus, focus. It's like ten minutes into the episode. We can't be doing this Not already. Even, it's actually six minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so this um, buyout, of course, brings into question um, the current development of Killer Instinct uh, because they are currently working on it, and the way they're working on Killer Instinct is in like seasons. So they're currently finishing season one, and there's mm-hmm. supposed to be like a second season with more characters, and then like a story mode or something mm, basically okay. continuing on with what the current iteration is but now with them being snagged up um, Microsoft is going to be announcing their new development partner for Killer Instinct soon um, they've stated this quote saying uh, that we want all of our loyal fans to know that the Killer Instinct team at Microsoft is not changing and that the franchise will remain with Microsoft Studios uh, we remain dedicated to delivering a great experience oh. and a plan to announce our new development partner soon. We're excited about the future of this popular franchise. So, really great that like Microsoft is taking that stance and saying that like, they're going to continue development because I was panicking for a moment because I was like, <laughs> I just spent $650 to buy the system to play this game and then it gets snagged up by fucking Amazon. 
Oh yeah, no, yeah, no. It's great that they're continuing it. Well, I would have been pissed if they weren't. Just cons- yeah. I mean, there's always concerns about when you pick up someone else's shit. Exactly. Can you make that shit your own shit? Yeah. So uh, it feels wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's very articulate of you. But I, I look forward to seeing who they get to do this, and hopefully, it will continue in a in the direction it's been going, and not start to just magically start sucking after. But we'll see. Angry Birds Killer Instinct Edition. Oh, God. Oh my don't God. say that. You're, don't. Gonna, you're breaking my heart. You, you know how much I love that game. Yes. Um, anyways, uh, the Pokemon Bank has finally landed in North America. Uh, Pikachu's for everyone. <laughs> just in time for all of us to have, you know, stopped playing the game long it, time it ago. Is, yeah, I mean, it was supposed to come out end of December. It's now beginning of February, so uh, over yeah. a month delayed. Yeah, good for them for getting it out. I never finished it. I think they should well, have. <laughs> well, you have to give it back to your Mexican friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the Pokebank is free for 30 days if you download it before March something or other and then it's of course a five dollar annual service but i mean essentially what you would use the pokebank for is to get your pokemon from black and black two because those are the only ones you can transfer from Mm. and once you've transferred them all over into your game within that 30 day period i don't really see the need to use it again after the 30 days unless i'm missing something in the pokebank that they talked about yeah no it's just going to be like for people who don't want to take the time to transfer all of it all over at once. Yeah. And then a month later, you're like, oh, remember that Amistar I've had since Blue? Who? And then... Keeps well, you can't transfer stuff from... Oh, well, you know what I mean. Or since whatever. And then you go back and you pay the five bucks and you do it. And then I'm also assuming if you don't pay the five bucks, your account disappears. Maybe. I guess so. That would make sense. All the Pokemon that were All the Pokemons are gone. Die. <laughs> yeah. Or they're just going to release, like, Pokemon Z in four months. And, then, <laughs> and they're going to get another boost. No, no, no. Yeah. Whenever they send, like, your subscription notice that mm-hmm. says you're about to run out, there's, like, a little picture of a gun to one of your Pokemon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you better pay us. Pikachu will die unless you give us $5. Pretty much. Pretty much. I, they should just send that as the email. <laughs> Could you imagine the angry emails oh that would God. come from mothers and concerned parents? Yeah. And angry nerds. Don't you care about Pokemon? Reddit would explode. I know. Um, but uh, I, they probably will come up with Pokemon Z this year. I would assume so. Like, it's still... Se- like, X and Y are still selling really well. And then, of course, like the third iteration usually always comes out the year after. Right. So, And like we said before, even though we're done playing it, there's still that oh, yeah. whole segment of the world God, that they yeah. get Pokemon once every four years, and that's all they play yep. every day. Yeah, for stock. sure. So that's, that's Pokebank is for them. That's very true. Have fun. It's like I, yeah. it's like iTunes for your Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> iCloud, you mean? Or yeah, something like that. It's yeah, there's some sort of yes. Throw your Pokemon into the sky. Everyone's throwing into the cloud. <laughs> I'm getting thrown into the cloud. <laughs> Uh, Yoshi's New Island for 3DS is possibly getting an uh, uh, 3DS XL bundle. Does Michael know? Um, I don't know. I don't know if he's really into that game. Oh, he always seems to buy the bundles that we always want, like the special collector's editions. I'm just like, well, no, this is the system and the game. So, like, I don't, he already has the 3DS XL. <laughs> sorry, I have nothing Girl. to contribute to this conversation. No, sorry, I just love Yoshi's story from that, <laughs> that point in time. Um, 
I want to know what it looks like. Yeah, there hasn't been any like because I have you know I have missed out on two limited edition XLs because I've decided to be a grown adult <laughs> and like save my money instead of spend my money. I missed out on the Animal Crossing XL, which to this day still haunts me. I know. And then I missed out on the link to the link between worlds one, which today still haunts me. Is it wait? Is it's that one not being sold one. anymore? No, it's done. Oh, it's just like just a Christmas thing, and then like yeah. I remember like two years ago, Nintendo had said we're gonna really make limited editions, like lim- like it's like we out. make two hundred and it's done. Yeah, and now they're really doing that. So oh. I will see what. But you know what? You know Yoshi. Ugh, no, I wouldn't get it anyway. Yeah, I don't think it would look anything like amazing unless it's all white, like a really cute like mm-hmm. like egg egg white, and then there's like little green spots all over it. That would be actually super that would be cute. cute. We'll see what it looks like. Probably. I mean, it's probably going to happen. Let's be serious. Anyway. Let's be honest. So, I don't know if this is um, companies trolling us, but uh, Namco Bandai is changing their name to Bandai Namco. Okay. That's it. <laughs> next next and, news item. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. On April the 1st. Oh. Yeah, that was... Okay. Oh, I, come I on. That's when the... Like, if, if it was what we were saying before, like... Changes the neck like that's probably when the the, the new happening. right yeah but it doesn't help but that, on the yeah. other hand it could have been a fifty million dollar marketing you know <laughs> twenty thousand focus groups across the world effort to make people buy more tales games I guess so <laughs> I I, no, I, really I don't know <laughs> but it's just I just feel like it's like what I, I guess they want to put emphasize the Bandai more instead of the Namco now. Like James said, it's just an, it's very likely just an equity thing in that Bandai owns it more now. Yeah. Either that or they're going to really get back into making like did more Bandai? action figures and no, stuff? No, that's Saban, I guess. I thought Bandai owned Power Rangers for a bit. Don't they? No. No, it's, it's Saban. Saban. Bandai did more of the Dragon Ball uh, stuff. Uh, ah. Like they did they they did a lot of the translation like for a lot of uh anime. Right. When it came over to mm-hmm. the US, so they did a lot of the translation stuff for that. Yeah. I have nothing interesting to contribute to this topic. <laughs> I'm just like really <laughs> all, I have, all I can really imagine is that they might have they might be stepping up their merchandising efforts because like Nintendo's starting to do that now. They're trying sure. to sell more toys in store. Mm-hmm. And Sky, we'll talk about Skylanders, but like toys are starting to kind of sell again, so yes. maybe they're gonna make toys. Maybe. Toys, toys, toys. Oh. So, in an interesting story, um, the Flappy Bird creator is shutting the game down. Bitch queen. It's a fucking drama queen. queens. <laughs> Ow. Just too much. <laughs> she had enough. She, she is done. She by she rich now. <laughs> she rich. She done. And she's signing off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But basically, we don't know if we don't know if if he is actually gay. Yeah, it just it sounds like it. I am so sorry. We just decided that. To, uh, <laughs> so okay, so so as we know, oh Flappy Bird is this ridiculous game that was really basic. Was created as <laughs> really basic. No. I'm sorry. It is really basic. It's in a basic, good it's way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not in a good. Uh, well. Anyways, it, it is what it is. It's a basic game. You tap. You fly. The physics are off. You, you hit. Everything is off. Yeah, and you fly into pipes and you die and whatever. Um, it was created apparently as like a, a joke or uh, as a very simple a third year program yeah like final well, project he made yeah. it like it's been it's been on the uh on the uh, like 
stores. The app stores for yeah, uh, almost a year, and then only recently just exploded. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I know. Get it? It's probably a YouTuber or a Twitch person. Somebody on Twitter was. I'm was sure it's like, 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 like a Reddit check this thread, game, or and then it blew yeah. up. But it's been around for a while, and then he get it, it just in the past. I would say two weeks really is when it's just like. I, I had never heard of it, and now all yeah, I see on Facebook is people talking about Flappy Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, he came out on Twitter and said that, as effective today as we record on Sunday, um, that he's pulling the game off of the um, iTunes store and... Uh, the Play Store. Play Store. Um, and he stated that it's nothing legal, he just cannot keep it anymore, um, and that it's <laughs> affecting his normal life. <laughs> This game, way, drama this game was making $50,000 a day in ad revenue. Yes, it was affecting your life, you <laughs> yeah. idiot. He was fucking making you $50,000 a day. Now, in fairness, I mean... We don't know what's going we on. We don't know what's going on. He yeah. could be, I don't know, getting contacted constantly by... The mafia. By developers and... Always the mafia. The people mafia. wanting to sell, his, sell the game, make yeah. another one. We don't know. The Flappy Bird fandom that has existed for about two weeks. Oh my god, yeah. Flappy Bird fanfic. Like, he's pro- <laughs> like people are... Like, he's probably getting tweeted constantly and, like, you know, and of course, let's not forget this, there's the ugly side of the internet. He's probably getting, like, hate mail. Yeah, being like, fuck you. I did not invest 8,000 hours in Skyrim so you could, you know, get rich off flappy, flappy face. Yeah, you know, but no. (laughs) Flappy face. But. The game's free, though. The bitch with the flaps in her face. No, no, the game is free, but. Yeah, the game is is mostly ad revenue that he's making money from. Yeah, but we don't know that the like I said, like there's the ugly side of the internet, and yeah. he's probably getting tons of mail that. It, and if you're just really a regular person, you probably don't want to deal with any of this shit. Yeah, probably not. So he's she done, and she's checking out. She's out. <laughs> she's out. She's out. So if you don't have it by now, then you'll have to. Just never play it. And really, like, no offense to him and whatever. It's not that exciting. He's probably not taking offense. Yeah, like... He's probably, like, I didn't spend any time. He didn't really care, really, probably. But, yeah, the game's not that exciting. It's really not... You're not missing anything. Yeah, right. Don't worry. You haven't missed much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, the Mortal Kombat Legacy production company... Uh, who put out that web series? Um, so good. Was, it is really good. That was really so good. So good. Um, I haven't seen every episode, but I've seen a couple episodes, and it was really good. Um, really high production quality, and it was mm-hmm. a web series. Um, it's it's Canadian how- too, I think. It's is it? produced in. Well, I know that there are a lot of like He's in Vancouver, right? Yeah, in Vancouver, yeah. there are a lot of BSG, like Battlestar Galactica right. actors in it. Um, in like the first couple of episodes. And, yeah, so I think that may be maybe a casting agency, like a Canadian casting agency. But anyways, Possibly. besides the point. Um, um, but uh, it, just on a side note, uh, web series series or whatever are becoming a lot more popular these days. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they're planning a live action series for Mighty Number no. 9, uh, which of course is the um, crowdfunded game that mm-hmm. was on Kickstarter. It raised like over $4 million dollars. Um, which is made by the original Mega Man creator, Inafune, uh, and is supposed to be due out April 2015. Uh, so, we don't know. They haven't said if it will be a web series or, like, a physical release of, um, like, disc or whatever, but that's exciting. Because mm-hmm. if it was yeah. as, if it's of good quality as Mortal Kombat Legacy, and it's supposed to be this new entry to, you know, Inafune's, let's face it, it's like, 
Mega Man reboot, yeah. right? And for those people who are mm-hmm. Mega Man fans, you know, this could be a whole start to something new, and for new young children <laughs> into getting into games. How would Mighty? How would Mega Man look in live action? Um, I. This I, I'm not like yeah. totally like sold I feel like on. it'd be like Mega Man One NES box art Mega Man. Yeah, oh god, <laughs> no, that's totally what I'm thinking too. I like it's hard for me to picture his proportions. There's been, but there's been a, on like a person. Yeah. Well, no, but remember this isn't Mighty. This isn't Mega Man. This is Mighty Number Nine. But, he, but he's like tiny too. Isn't he's he? also and his proportions are more like cartoony and preposterous. In yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I'm but sure. there, there has been there was. A live action like short film, Mega Man short film made. Yes, yeah, that was kind oh, of yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's cheesy. Yeah. It was like, but it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm just like, when you pair it up against the Mortal Kombat Legacy series, which is like really high production value, it's not too outlandish in the way that it looks. Like it's yeah. pretty mm-hmm. as far as like like otherworldly combatants like it's pretty down to earth mm-hmm. um, as yeah. far as the way that it looks I can't picture this looking good as much as I want it to I can't picture it well, looking I, good I think there's going to be some elements of CGI added in like I guess, special yeah. like particle effects <laughs> and like maybe yeah. armor and stuff like that and who knows we'll see what they do with it it might not be and like I said it might not be like a huge like long series it might be like just four episodes of yeah. something maybe just kind of like a prelude to how Beck becomes this machine or whatever it might right. be when he was a f- complete human and then leading up to that oh uh, yeah that's probably what Robocop so it might be something basically like- what they're talking about is making Robocop yeah <laughs> I'm down so yeah who the knows? movie looks terrible it looks so bad now, have you guys seen the posters for it where yes. Samuel L. Jackson is like why is America so robophobic yeah <laughs> it's, so it's so dumb that's the tagline why is America so robophobic I'm like okay oh, yeah Jesus. that's um that's dumb that's um, that yeah. <coughs> I don't need that in my life. So. <laughs> no. Things I don't need my, in my life. That and Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Checking out. Checking, Checking out. It out. All right. So Sonic Lost World, uh, which was the exclusive Sonic game that came out on 3DS and Wii U, uh, has been announced that it's shipped 640,000 copies last year. And of course, the game only came out in what was it October? Yeah, it came out quite late. Yeah, so pretty much late October, early November. Yeah. So we're talking three months? I am shocked. Yeah. Because I thought it sold like 2,000 copies. Yeah. (laughs) Well... Because it got panned. Well, there was so much of the bad reviews that it received, and I finally did play it, because I remember I had rented it from like months ago, and it just sat there. Yeah. Well, I finally wanted to start renting other games, so I was like, okay, well, you gotta go, girl. Mm -hmm. But I was like, well, I can't... Like you can't, I can't send it back and not be playing it. it. So I finally played it, and it's not that good a game. No, but it's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's not broken. It's not broken like um, like Sonic and like what was it? The one where he becomes a werewolf, a a werechog, like Sonic and the Dark, the Brotherhood or whatever. I don't know. I I want to call it Sonic and the Dark Mystic Mystic Moon or yeah, something. No, that's Luigi's Mansion. Anyway, it's not as broken as that one. But it was, you know, it's 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 okay. But I'm I'm surprised it pushed as much as it did. On a side note, I didn't know that Bioware had made a Sonic game. It was one of his reasons. Yeah, it was Bioware? Yeah, Bioware yeah. made a Sonic RPG. Yeah. RPG, the, the Brotherhood one. Yeah. Was yeah. it good? It was made by well, Bioware. It, it was good. Really? Yeah. Was crazy. Bioware doesn't, 
Like, it's hard for them to make a bad game. No, but it was just random. It, yeah, yeah. It was Bioware like, and it's Sonic. And they're like, oh, you know, we don't want to make Dragon Age or Mass Effect for a bit, so we're just going to make a Sonic RPG. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Hey, guys. Here you go, guys. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it shipped 640,000 copies um, for 3DS and Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I said, the game is... It's not horrible, and it's definitely a twenty nine ninety nine worth purchase. Yeah, actually, you're right about that. It, definitely worth it as a game to play. Don't expect it to be, you know, your complete past Sonic. iterations of Sonic. It's something different. I mean, to be fair, you would be like, don't expect it to be Sonic 2. I heard Sonic Generations was good. It was pretty damn good. And mainly because it was, let's take... Sonic 2 and make that again and then have extra levels that are like the modern ones. Mm-hmm. Even the modern ones were actually pretty good. The modern ones aren't that bad. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I find yeah. But in continuing on with Sonic news, uh, a new exclusive game, Sonic Boom, was announced for Wii U and 3DS. Oh, I see what they did there. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> he they- goes really fast. Yeah. yeah it's a boom. Yeah. Ah, Sonic Boom. Have you guys it's, heard that there's a song, Sonic Boom, that's on the Super Smash Brothers Brawl soundtrack, and it's it's this girl singing Sonic Boom over and over again. Sonic, and it's, it's really bad. Boom. No, it's not even that. It's not Sonic. even like kitschy. It's like nineties. It's like Avril Lavigne kind of thing. Oh, it's like it's bad. <laughs> yeah, so is Avril Lavigne. Anyways, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. no Canadian pride. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I don't like Avril Lavigne. All right, and fa- and I'm sorry about the fact that she married the. Dude from oh. Nickelback. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and, like, and that the two of them are going to have spawn oh. of like Nickelback and Avril Lavigne. That's like sorry, garbage music critical mass. Yes. Right there. I also like how that is Canadian royalty. Yeah. It really yeah, right. And did you see the so music real. video they did together? No, no. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, is sorry. Sex tape? No. <laughs> I hope so. Is that a sex tape that no anyway. one will ever watch? They just look so weird together. I'm sorry. Anyway, yeah. Sonic Boom... Sonic. Um, this is the Boom. third game Your in. Is <laughs> this is the third game in these in the three game exclusive that was mentioned a while back in the. Um, what was it called? What are those things? Nintendo Directs that right. was had a while ago. Yeah. Um, Iwata had mentioned that there was going to be like a partnership between them and Sega for the three games. So we had Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Uh, Lost World, and now this one, Sonic Boom. This one will also tie in with the CG animated series, which is supposed to be debuting later this year. Um, and then they took a new art direction with the four characters. So, um, Wait, who are the four characters? Sonic, like, Tails, Tails Knuckles, Knuckles, and Amy Rose. Oh. So, uh, Sonic is a bit taller, uh, and still not wearing pants. But he has a scarf. It's really weird. But the thing is, is... You think in a game like Sonic, where he's going really fast, if you're going to give him a scarf, you're going to give him a long scarf. So, so you can... but no, it's like a neckerchief. It's like so lame. Hey, if it's a long scarf, he might get caught in something while he's running, and, and then he could him. get choked. <laughs> safety so, first, kid. Safety first. Or it, it is a, sa- a Sonic <laughs> game. They might end up just clipping all over the place, and it'll look awful. So oh, that's okay. that's another thing too. Um, and. Uh, Tails looks, looks more like a bitch than ever. Tails <laughs> <laughs> so. always looks like a little bitch. <laughs> Leave Tails alone. He's always standing there. He's like, useless. Hi, Sonic. Let's Miles play Tails Prower. Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. He has like a little um, his little little leather sash, so he can hold all his gear in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, and okay. then Knuckles looks ridiculous. I don't know what they did to Knuckles, but it, 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 Knuckles was 
like the shortest of them all, yeah. and and now he's the tallest of he's them all. He's just the bro. He's yeah. He's the bro. He he's been in the gym. He lifts, bro. Like, yeah. Bro. His arms don't make sense. They're like tubes. It's weird. This is what most men look like now. Yeah. Oh, great. Chopsticks yes. and a potato. Because they skip legs day. Yeah. Yes. Knuckles is an example of what happens when you skip legs day. Okay? Oh my god. Um, and then Amy Rose, um, Let me see. she also looks like a bitch. <laughs> Except a different kind. With a giant hammer. She's always had a hammer. Yeah. Yes, she's always had the hammer. And, uh, yeah. yeah so this is the new direction. And we'll each, put this in the show notes, obviously. Yeah. Um, each character has um, specific traits. Um, so Sonic is... Okay, so here's the thing. Sonic is supposed to be the fast one. And, um, Tails has uh, efficiency using machines. Yeah. Uh, Knuckles um, is the powerful he one. He punches people. And then... With his knuckles. <laughs> and then Amy Rose has high agility. I'm like, so what is the difference between Tail, or sorry, Sonic, who's supposed to be the speedy one and... Amy Rose is supposed to be the agile one. Well, it probably means Sonic goes really fast, but controls like shit. That yeah. seems like and such like Amy a... And Amy goes slower, but you can actually, like, stop her. That's such a tired, like, yeah. game mechanic. I'm sorry. Like, everybody's got, like, a little bit of a different, you know, twist. I'm like, fuck. That's okay. exactly what? how we are around the table, Greg. Yeah. Am I the... You're the tall one. Am I the bitch? <laughs> Am I the bitch? Yeah. <laughs> you have height. Yeah. Um, but you yeah. can reach things on the top shelf. Yes. <laughs> And this is supposed to be a four-player co-op game, so... Oh, I'm so more interested why, Well, now. that's why they each have a special thing, or else if it's four-player co-op and you're all the same... Local kind co-op? Of, go away, Sonic. Right, just so. die. Trade we, places with Mega Man. Give us Mega Man back, and just... You can go away and die. Jesus. So, I yeah. don't know. It's probably local. I it's so. probably local. Um, I think... Uh, it's yeah. on Wii U and 3DS. The Wii U and 3DS version are being made by different develop, uh, oh, really? development. Um, I didn't write it down. And the, I'm sorry, I forgot. And it seems like the way it <laughs> works is like you have to all for like you know you have to do sort of well the it's like, like well it's made by Big Red Button who apparently has developers yes. from Naughty Dog who made Uncharted oh. so there's uh, a lot of Uncharted influence in this game that's yes. why he has a little scarf like yeah he's yes the oh, he's there like the is. furry he's Nathan, Nathan Drake. Drake go there we are oh guys oh my god it really it's all coming back to me now isn't it but anyways I figure it'll be local because there's there's things where you have to like oh I'll pull the thing at the same right. time so you'll have to be in the same room because online there'll be one who'll be like aha uh-huh, I'm just gonna not cooperate mm-hmm. oh, I'm just gonna run around as Amy Rose with my hammer I'm really bored so I'm gonna do this until my pizza arrives <laughs> so maybe this is kind of like the the uh, Sonic version of 3D World Mario 3D World <gasps> oh yeah I can see with that with the four players and the different attributes oh my god it probably will be yeah, except with more Nathan Drake with and less kitty cats. Less kitty cats. Yeah, exactly. Meow. Meow. <laughs> That's what you... So, Call of Duty... Uh... In more obnoxious... Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to take a nap for I'm... this one. Sorry. So, okay. Hold on. Hold Call on. of Duty. <laughs> guys. Toilet <laughs> warfare. Guys. Real mature. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Call of Duty was now in a three is now in a three year development cycle. That sounds great. They're gonna take three years in between Call of Duty games? You might we might have some innovation. No. No. Because now they have three development studios oh. to be able to keep the game on an annual release schedule. Oh. So based so in past <laughs> 
Just, <laughs> okay. I'm sick of it. Can you give me two seconds? I'm to trying. Just get I'm the trying. Story out. I'm trying. So we can and you can have on. your moment. <laughs> okay. Just give me a moment. So originally, uh, Infinity Award and Treyarch were the companies that did. Um, so when did like main? Like regular Call of Duty, and then one day yes. flops. Yes, yeah. Um, I believe I, I'm not going to even say which one yeah, does which. Know. One did like the modern warfare aspect of things, yeah, and then the other one did the other one. And just to clarify, sorry, modern warfare is what Call of Duty one, two, three, four, and then they decided to go modern warfare instead of like yes, it was Call Austria of Duty Hungarian Empire. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, because <laughs> when Call of Duty one, two, three, which the the two companies did alternate, yeah, one did one, the other one did two. Then one did three, yeah. and then the other one went back to doing four, and then Modern Warfare, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. blah. And then the other one did, did Black Ops. Blops. And then now the main one did Ghosts, and then... So Modern Warfare became, be, quote-unquote, became Ghosts. Ghosts. And then, oh. I guess, Black Ops 3 will be the next one coming out. But now there's a, the third company, Sledgehammer, that will make the third... Iteration of Call You know, okay. I'm sure the yeah, people like, like Sledgehammer are nice, but God, that is like the no, most you know Call what? of no, Duty they are terrible developer people. name. No, they are no, terrible, no, we hate you, Sledgehammer. Oh. No, no, no. Here's, here, here's my issue with... I heard that they serve babies for lunch. <laughs> here's my issue with um, this change of like three development companies all working on Call of Duty on an annual basis. They said that it was in order to make more innovative content and give them more time to work on each game. So now they have three years to work on each game as opposed to just two years and having to pump things out. This also allows them to um, make more DLC, which is keeps more interest, a.k.a. keeps makes them more money. Um, and... Uh, so they also want to be able to make more DLC for the previous games yeah. to keep the revenue stream for each game because now it's, now it's, now it's a it's, it's a a trio right so you're gonna have yeah. one game and then the other one and then they're gonna yeah, no. they want to make it last longer essentially no. okay oh, okay my problem my problem with this is that I just see this game going down the path of just oversaturation. Yeah, we're we're at that point already. No, I'm no, yeah, we're, we're it's not down that path. We are like ten miles. Well, but people the end are of the road. still consuming it yeah, in droves. Like we, okay, we as a collective okay, at yeah. this table obviously don't like the game. We're over it. Fine, but obviously there are people who are sopping this game up like a fucking biscuit with gravy. Yeah, two okay? pieces and a biscuit. Like they're sopping it up. They love it. Okay, but. An annual release of a game, like I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess it happens with all the other series. Like a lot of other series have, like like Mario will have up to like three iterations in a year, right? But I do understand why there's something quintessentially annoying about what Call of Duty. Yes, it, it's just I. The question being, how do you shoot people in Modern Warfare, and how do you shoot people in Blops? Because in my opinion, it's Black Ops is quite modern. Like, unless by modern we're talking about 18th century Europe. Or not. I don't know. I feel I feel as though what what they should be doing is like alternating the game every other year and then just having like a big DLC like on the off year just to because how much can you really innovate the first person shooter space? Arm hair. I just feel like Arm hair. It's just it's just a, it's just such an abuse of that word. Like everyone's abusing that word. They're yes. all innovating, they're all inventing all the time. 
It's like... Like, I no, don't but really, how much I, more can you do? You can't. You look at stuff like Madden, which I, I will still occasionally buy, but I know very well that I'm buying a roster upgrade. So I guess in this case, you're buying a weapon upgrade. You're buying a weapon upgrade. But, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you cannot innovate this space anymore. It can't be done. But on an annual basis, it's going to get to the point and your your consumers are going to realize... You're not really giving me anything new every year. I'm not so sure that our consumer, their consumers, are going to realize. It, eventually, eventually, some they of will. them are because Ghost didn't sell as well the other ones. Oh, really? Yeah, I True. mean, but I mean, here's, I mean, and as a developer working for Infinity Ward, it's like, what do you feel? I don't know. It's just like having your entire resume portfolio be like Call of Duty, Call of Duty Two, True. Call of Duty Three, Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare, Call yeah. of Duty Five. Like it's like that. I like. Don't, don't they get bored in-house? I, I would think point. so. Very good point. It's like, it's clearly they don't have open meetings. Like, what can we do? Oh, we can, you know, make 18 cats in, in a level. Like, it's never that open no. world. It's like, okay, what can we do that involves guns? Yeah. And, you know... What new gun can we come out with? And apparently, like, you know, slitting, people, slitting people's throats is innovative now. Yes. So. But no, I, I mean... I just... Thanks, America. <laughs> 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 but really, love you. how many more things can you do with this genre that is going to be so different? They should have, like, um, foxhole sex from now on. That's innovative. That's what innovation. Is that that's innovative. What is fo- it's like when, you know, when you're hiding in the, you're in the, you're in the foxhole with your, with your comrades because you're getting, like, bombed, and then it gets really intimate. <laughs> that's what I would play. That oh sounds hot. God. See? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, goodness. Now You're welcome, Infinity Ward. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, well, not just Infinity Ward. Now Treyarch and Sledgehammer. You're, uh, you're welcome, you're, Treyarch. You're welcome, Sledgehammer. Your LGBT pants have spoken. Boxhole sex or GTFO. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Now, in... Now, Activision, of course, is the the big the big man behind uh, the whole Call of Duty, and we're talking about you know what can you do to innovate for the first person shooter space. Now, now Bungie is doing that with Destiny, um, and now Activision Activision is claiming that it's going to be the next best selling game IP in history. It will be the next billion dollar franchise. So here is Activision again, throwing out the big words, throwing out the big kahunas. Our dick is so I was big. Just say, yeah. <laughs> Activision basically took its dick out and slapped us all in yeah. the face with it. They're basically saying our dick is so fucking big, and with this next game, it's going to get even fucking bigger. Yeah. And I Natural know. enhancements. And we're like, no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong, Destiny was, will probably be. Yeah. Now, they, they're fair in saying that. Okay, they are. It probably will be really big. Yeah. Because it is something that is innovative in the first-person shooter space. Very true. So they are doing that, and they are accomplishing that. Now, if they go ahead and take this game and go down the same path of Call of Duty, I'm out. Done. Girl, I'm out. And I have to say, for me, there's a difference between progression and innovation. Like, yes. the, the fact that we finally have an MMO FPS with, like, the classes and everything, it's like, to me, that's just... To me, that's more so, like, no, this should have happened after, like, COD 3. Mm-hmm. Like, it shouldn't have taken two Modern Warfares, 15 blocks, <laughs> for this to and eventually ghost. happen. Like, yeah, and then a ghost. Yeah, like, to me, this is, like, no, just, a good point. just gradual progression. Like, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily innovative. I don't know what sort no, of efficiencies true. this provides. No, so, I th- I no, 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 the, true. It's the wrong use of the word. It I really think, is. I, I think yeah. where the innovation is, though, is in the way that it's MMO. It's not, like... There's constantly people, it's, you're in a single player game, you get into a section, suddenly opens up into, like, 
four or five people and you, it opens up. Okay, again, yeah, that, I guess I can back see. In. So if it works out the way that they're advertising it, it's even something new to MMOs. I mean, they, but they don't even have stuff like no. like like entire cross-platform play, like you know, like or you know, PC. Well, all. that's what I mean. Like I don't I don't see what's so innovative. Yeah. About true, that. very true. Yep. But it is something different in that space. Oh no, which, no, that I agree with. Which that I agree. With. Which I welcome and is great. But coming back again to Call of Duty, I I just don't know what three different companies working on a game every single fucking year can do. Uh, I just don't see what they're going to do with the next three games that's going to make me want to be like, okay, now I want to buy it. Call, Call of Duty, Duty 7, Teenage Food Fight. <laughs> on Twitter, give us, your, give us your next Call of Duty suggestions. Well, you know Hashtag what, VG Realness COD. You know what I think they're going to start doing, though? You know how a lot of the... Um, like, just recently, Sony had pulled down servers for, like, the old Gran Turismos and their... Uh, not, not Battlefield. Whatever their first-person shooter Isn't is. Isn't it Battlefield? Is it Battlefield? I don't uh, know which one it is. It's Battlefield. Okay. <laughs> they pulled it off of, uh, like... Like, out online, of service. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can see them going this way with these Call of Duty... Like, it, when it gets to the point where they realize... You know, everyone's still playing the old ones and not the new ones. They're just going to turn down the servers for the old ones to be like, oh, well, we need to keep people buying. We need to keep people buying the new ones. And they can just use the excuse of, well, now that we have, you know, three different brands of Call of Duty, we can only house so many servers. So we need to shut down the old ones. Maybe the bros will start specializing like you do in university. It's like, oh, I don't play Modern Warfare. I'm just, I'm a blobs guy. I'm a blobs kind of guy. I only play blobs. I, I'm, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I only play Ghost. Yeah. That's cool, bro, though. Let's yeah. cross swords. Yeah. But you t- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Call of Duty 8, crossing swords. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag VG Realness Cod. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, in, in, uh, in other more Activision, my dick is the biggest dick in the industry news, um, Skylanders has sold over... Two billion dollars <laughs> in merchandise. And in other news, global math scores for children plummet. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is in both games and like the game and itself like the and the figures. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just to put in a comparative contrast in in how this that space is doing, mm-hmm. um, Disney Infinity has sold four hundred and three million dollars in revenue with their. Disney Infinity Space right. game, which is yeah. pretty much like a Skyland. But it's been out a bit later, like for less time. True. Right? Do these toys do anything? Are they like action figures or are they just like little figurines? I think they're, they're little figurines. They're action figures. Like, they they're they're just like articulated. Well, some of them some of them you can swap the tops on. Like when they did swap yes. force, you could like take the top half off one and put it on the other. And then you like put right. it on your thing. But, but it's kids, right? They don't have to move. You just take yeah. them. Like, yeah. They move in their imagination. Yeah. God, you're so bitter. I well, no, I fucking had Ninja Turtles with articulated joints. Thank you. <laughs> when I was six years old, that was the first toy I got. I got a Ninja Turtle with articulated. Anyways, sorry, kids, your lives suck compared to mine. So well, their toys do come to life in video games. That's so. true. Which is what we we call yeah. Okay, the toy comes to life in the game. They kind of trump us. Oh yeah. my god, could you imagine like the next step for this is like 3D printing the gear off for like your little character, then you can put it on oh, the physical so one. <gasps> 
3D printing is a thing. You're yeah. welcome, Activision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't give them any more. They don't need any more money, okay? Yeah. They don't. Yeah, fuck up, Activision. I've actually always wanted to play Skylanders because I kind of want to understand what I really want to try it, about, too. Yeah. But then I always feel awkward. I know, going buying and it. buying it. Yeah. Well, it's like an $80 game. Well, there's that. but then it's And then you have to buy the figures. I know. Yeah. So. And then what am I going to do with the figures? Put them around your... No, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um... Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes, which is the Ground Zeroes. It's like the prelude. Is it, wait, is that literally what it's called? Ground Zeroes, like yeah. plural zero. Oh. Yeah, it's Ground Zeroes. Oh. Over it. Um, it is the prelude to the big sequel coming out, which apparently might not even make it out until 2015. I but think if you're I'm lucky. Okay if you're lucky, yeah. Yeah. To be honest. Um, but this prelude um, was reported that it's only two hours in length to complete, and it's and is being sold for uh, forty dollars. Well, I think that's in the U.S. I think here in Canada, it's still being sold at like fifty. Fifty. Yeah, all our games went back up by ten bucks. Ugh. Yeah, because you know, our so, dollar went down. So it's pretty much being sold at full price for a game, and it's only two hours long. And then Kojima comes out and, and tries to defend it, saying. It, it has replay value, an online ranked trial mode, and a collection of side missions. And the feels that the $40 price point is justified. To be fair to them, I mean, it probably is justified on their side, given how much time they have to spend to, like, you know, make every last pixel look fucking amazing. But, you know, maybe it's time to reconsider what you're developing. Thank you. I mean, in my opinion, I, I don't... If this is the direction that, you know, developers are going to start going and putting out, like... Preludes and whatever episodic, kind of, yeah. but like at this price, <laughs> no thanks. Because Gran Turismo did the same thing too, right? They had like the Gran Turismo prologue that came out early what? in the development cycle. It sounds oh, like it's it, it feels like get, it's do, demo. How do you yeah. do like a demo. prologue to a racing game? Well, well, exactly. It's like it's stupid. You get three cars. It basically oh. it basically means the game's not ready yet, but here's what we have, and we're going to charge you for Here, it. Jerk off to this. Exactly. In the meantime, and they're making you pay. This to be fair, they're not making you pay. No, people are willing to pay. Okay, fair, fair enough. enough. Yeah, but I understand your frustrations. But yes. like, if it, if this becomes a successful quote unquote business model, what's going to happen? As we know, development costs are increasing for games, mm-hmm. right? You know, what? so so to have a you know your fifty nine ninety nine game, it takes a long time to develop and it costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. What if now you can break it into two parts? Have Part one come out for forty nine ninety nine. Dragon Age Two. <laughs> no, you make this one game that's supposed to be this long thing. I know. I and now, know. but you're breaking well, it into two parts. You're charging forty nine ninety nine. Oh, now you've made a hundred dollars you know, from that game. And they've done it on mobile, and it makes a certain sense on mobile. But like you know, like even you know, like walk you know, Walking Dead for example, it was all episodic, right? But that's so good. Yeah, but it, this just oh, this feels very strange to me. A lot of this, I think, like uh, as a, like from a cultural standpoint, I think that the entire gaming community suffers from like major FOMO, like fear of missing out, and I think that's I think that's what perpetuates this <laughs> sort of like buying trend. People don't want to miss out if it's a good game or a different game because they don't know. There's no, no way for us to know. If this game is just like a demo or like an intro to something, right? So I just think well, it's a it's a prelude to the the, the story and whatnot of what's coming in the big yeah the next Metal Gear Solid that's coming out, and that's why I think people fall for it. I just feel like no one asked for this. 
No. No. I think, you know, that's yeah. like, no one was like, oh, you know what I really want? A prequel to a game that's going to come out a year later. It's like, well, no. But no. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now in, coming, in coming back to talking about if, you know, development goes in this direction of releasing portions of games or breaking it into two parts and charging more money, um, if, if it was that the game was broken down into, like, smaller pieces at, like, nineteen ninety nine a pop and it came out over... Like five pieces. But how can you get smaller than two hours? Well, like, well, no, I mean, you know, well, no, I mean, like, if it came out in like two hour, not two hour chunks, but like, yeah, yeah, I, I suppose, like, just it, it'd be a fundamentally different model. I don't know. I, I, I was gonna say, if you're gonna make a prequel, make a prequel to Metal Gear Solid One. Snake experiments in college. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes, girl. <laughs> Hashtag video game realist cod. Yeah. 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 My main point is that I... Doesn't he... Isn't there like a weird gay subtext between him and... Kaiden? Yeah. No, not Raiden. No, isn't it Kaiden? No, his uh, his other guy. Isn't it Raiden? Well, there's Raiden who's... Uh, like oh. a legitimately homosexual. Oh, oh, the, uh, the 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 guy with the glasses, yeah, the yeah. nerd guy. What's yeah. his name? Do you know what his name is? Otaku. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. There is some. There is some context. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway. sorry, Delvin. Boyfriends. Yeah. Hashtag boyfriends. <laughs> Hashtag PG realness boyfriends. The point I'm trying to make is that I don't like the that direction. If this is to become a regular thing of like. You, you know the prelude, and it's like forty dollars, but it's only two hours long. I, I, I'm not a fan of that. I know. I, I yeah, and I again, if this is becoming too expensive for you to do, maybe you should just consider not. Yeah, like not what spending else, so what, much money. What else would you like to do? You know what? Like, well, he just wants blue to sky. Make... <laughs> blue sky, guys. Blue sky. <laughs> what would you like to do? <laughs> like, would you like to develop eighteen bit games again? Yes, should, please. Why not? No, no, no. Well, not. Well, it's obvious that game development is becoming increasingly more and more expensive, um, as we see now by fucking three development party or groups for Call of Duty um, to keep it on an annual basis. So it's obviously taking more time and more money to to put out these efforts. But will we hit? Will we? Will we reach a point where we hit a wall and we start to go backwards? I hope so. Yeah, and then we'll learn our fucking lesson, game developers. Well, no, because I mean, really, it's going to get to a point where it's just going to become way too much money to make games. Basically, when is the gaming industry going to have its Britney moment? I just like that it. is our question. When is the gaming industry going to shave all its hair off and attack a car with an umbrella? <laughs> and when it happens, is she going to go the Britney route and come back a few years later, all rosy and shiny, or is she going to go like I don't know, Amanda Bynes? Amanda oh, Bynes. No, <laughs> That is the real question. I, for one, would love to see Call of Duty 10 Amanda Bynes. <laughs> Hashtag meet you on the sky. You're coming up with all these great Call of Duty titles. <laughs> they get gayer as it goes. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, a celebrity meltdown edition where, like, you get to play as, like, a female celeb who's lost it, and, like, if you pick up Britney, your weapon is, like, a broken umbrella, and you just smack people? Ideas in these mind grapes right here. I mean, really, you have a great star-studded cast so far. You got Justin Bieber, you got Miley Cyrus, you got Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan, obviously. Hello, she's like the would be the the star. She'd be on the cup and cover box. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's true. You have a ton of array of people to choose from. Mm -hmm. Someone Mm -hmm. make this game, please. Please, 
Okay. The gays will play it. I don't oh. care if it's an 18-bit fighter. I will play it. Goodness. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss... <laughs> love! <laughs> so out of left field. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Come on. I know. We'll be right back. Oh. <laughs> This week's episode in celebration of Valentine's Day on oh, Friday. Valentine's. We decided as a collective to talk about the top, well, it's not even really 10, it's kind of more than 10, but we're, we're going to go through a list of... <laughs> of best I, gaming relationships. I, no, I'm not going to say best gaming because you know that... This is what we have just chosen. Our favorites. Our favorites. What's People that we like together. got to do with yes. it? Got to do with Fair. it? So these are the uh, um, list of gaming relationships that are iconic, well-known, and, you know, just... We're going to talk about it. All okay. right. Deal with it. Yes. So, the first one um, uh, is from Grandia 2. <laughs> Did you play Grandia 2? No, I'm just saying we're starting off really progressive. What do you mean? Three people. Oh, <laughs> yes. Here, you well, okay, the whole so story. Um, in Grandia 2... Never played it. Um, it's, it. <laughs> basically, you start off, you, you play as Ryudo, the main character, um, and uh, Elena is one of the, like, the priestess daughters or whatever. The heal, like the soft-spoken healer. Yes. yes. Okay. okay. Thanks, Cure. JRPGs. <laughs> right. Cure. Exactly. Nurse. Exactly. Now, um, I haven't played this game in a while, so the the story is is a, a bit aloof in my head. But basically, Elena is like the priestess character, um, and she's starts off in your party, and you're uh, playing with her. Um, events happen, and she leaves or gets kidnapped or something, um, and um, then sorry. and then this uh, more bitchy character comes in, Millennia. Um, and she starts working with you and your party, uh-huh. and as you progress through the game and things happen, I'm not gonna like ruin it completely for everyone. Oh, it's been out for like ten years. Well, yes, <laughs> um, but basically, you find out uh, through some power and the powers that be that Elena and Millennia are the same person. Oh, so they eventually split and become like two separate people, and Elena is like the the good version, and then like. Millennia is like the bad bitch. Like she's a bitch. She's a bad bitch. Does she is she evil? Um, she starts off as evil, quote unquote, but like she's kinda like sassy evil and she's just kinda <laughs> yeah. like fucking with Ryudo. And then like they start to fuck. Well but she stops <laughs> fucking with him and just starts fucking. Yeah, she stops him. fucking with him and then like yeah. Why can't there be more sex in video games? I know, right? Uh, but they start to foster a relationship and of course uh, Elena is Loving of so, Rudo as well. What? Does, so does he end up falling in love with the both Millenn- of them? Oh. Kind of. 
Do they become it, one person at the end? No, they oh. stay as two separate people. And then, like, and so, like the final battle you have is like you and like your two bitches. It's like really fun. It's a really fun battle because you have like these like uh, your your grand moves that you do, and like one of them is like the three of them like all together doing this like move, and they're all posing and like. Wow. He's all, he's like the typical, like, male character, and then you have Elena, the, like, priestess character, and then the bad bitch on the other side, and they're, like, all fighting together. It's, yeah, it's pretty fun. Amazing. But, that's one of the more memorable relationships in gaming that I remember, because I really loved Grandia too, and that was, like, one of the, like, main story points of the game. I see. That but stands out. Like I said, very progressive. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like a... What do they call those relationships? Polyamorous Polyamorous relationships. relationships Polyamorous. Also known as uh, the TV show Sister Wives. <laughs> Which... Great I, show, by the way. Is it is really? It? I, I like it. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to throw a little shade. I don't understand how the four of them are all into this man, because he is not cute. He's really rich, though. Oh, well, okay. obviously, he's got, like, what, 18 children? Yeah, but I think that's, you know, that's... The and they all live on, like, the same street now. I was, I was watching an episode the other day. So weird. But, like, they were all, like... Yeah, they live all on the same street, just in different houses. Isn't that just so weird, though? No, yeah. you know, sometimes mm. people, you know, you just don't want a lot in life. You just want to be comfortable and... No, know. no, no, I mean, like, for the kids. I'm thinking of the children here. Oh, like, yeah, well. uh, Can you imagine, like, having, like, 17 brothers and sisters from one dad but three moms? Like, I just think that's just so... It's Call of Duty 11, children of the sisters. Children... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, goodness. Everyday kitchen items as your weapons. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so then um, and the next one on our list, it's from Twilight Princess. And no, it's not Link and Zelda. And we're not le- going to reference Link and Zelda at all, actually, because... to be honest, they, they're I, co-workers. And yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, like, right? Yeah, I don't think always anything's co- there. There's, yeah. I don't think it's a love relationship no. between the two of them. No. It's like a respect thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I even question the respect. Yeah, sometimes. Girl, get on the back of the horse and try to aim properly. Oh, okay. really? I thought I thought it was the other way, where, like, Link would show up, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Can uh, you go do this now? Can, we, can, <laughs> like, we, can, can you be someone that doesn't take seven years to fix this problem? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I'd rather I won't, not cut off my boots well, again. Not, not only that, yeah. like... <laughs> She gets annoyed and just fucking does it herself. <laughs> That's so true. An awkward child. She's like, she's like, I can't fucking wait for you. I'm just gonna fucking do it myself. She goes into the temple a lot, and she's like, oh yeah, yeah, of course, bitch is sleeping, right? And like goes and does it herself, gets all caught. Yeah, you know, gets all strapped up and shit. Yeah, she's like, oh, pretends to be a man. I'm gonna fucking do it myself. Ugh. Every woman's, every, yeah, I know. Every woman's struggle. I know. And then, of course, not only that, she has to show up every now and then teach you a fucking song. Like, yeah. All oh, right, because you need to warp back here. You know, bing, bong, bong, bong. Yeah. God, it's so hard being Zelda. It really is when you think about it. This is why we need a Zelda game where you play a Zelda in that seven year I, period. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Anyway, though. What was that bitch doing? Anyway, but in Twilight Princess, Link and Midna mm-hmm. um, have a more celestial realness. <laughs> not, a, not, a, not an obvious romantic relationship because Link doesn't speak. But um, if you remember towards like the end of the game when. Um, She's like she's revealed, and Link is like <gasps> he's kind of like. But I could never tell um, if that. Huh? No, here. see, but I could never tell if it was like you know oh, I have a boner. <gasps> You're fierce, girl. <laughs> <laughs> see, and that's why Link doesn't speak because he can he can be like any any he can be either side. See, I was always confused. He was more into Sheik than he was into Zelda. See, you can read it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so what? 
Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I never knew. Work. Yeah, I never knew Work, if it was bitch. like. <laughs> I never knew if it was like sexual or if it was like yeah like work work bitch. Okay, work bitch you know Call of Duty 13 Link's Awakening oh <laughs> as a big flaming homosexual um but no so like yeah and I know she shows up and then at the end when she's like leaving to go back into the into the mirror to yeah. never be seen again there's she, some sadness yeah and she's all like oh I love you and he's like <laughs> but like I mean when you think of their Bye. but when you think of their journey together I mean yeah. like oh that's so sweet she was riding on his back for like the whole beginning of the game yeah she was mm-hmm. so right so oh and, right so this is less romantic relationships necessarily in some sense well it, it I well, think it kind of it's almost romantic comedy ish well yeah I mean they like hate each other at the beginning and then they slowly and then at the end whenever they lose it's their last opportunity they never actually say anything because yeah. they're just mute. It's not, you know, we're not looking at just, like, romantic relationships. Just, like... Like, really heartfelt. Heartfelt. Warm feeling. Yes. And But she's not mute. She's not mute. She speaks. She goes, When I said bitch, I meant... I meant, like, was the bitch that was Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean... Yeah, Zelda. I mean, when you think of Valentine's Day and, you know, it's always necessarily who you might want to be with and who you want and that unrequited love mm. you know Aww. so that's why we're looking at all the different relationships there are such as the next slew of onslaught relationships that we're going to discuss and they're oh, all Jesus. of they're all a tie so we rank this well not like ranked but this is number three and it's a tie between every final fantasy main relationship i disagree i'm sorry now i have been are you ready okay so i'm prepared well no it's a I just i don't think they're all equal i i have an opinion obviously and everybody knows like i've been a diehard Final Fantasy champion minus mm-hmm. 13. And this is going to surprise you. I think that the most interesting relationship out of every Final Fantasy game is Fang and Vanille. Mm-hmm. I completely, like, oh. all those other ones, are they're so, like, cookie cutter, like, generic. I mean, everybody knew Cloud was into Sephiroth, so, like, that doesn't... <laughs> so there is no fucking question there. And when he goes to that massage parlor, like, come on, girl. Um, but I think, I think Fang and Vanille is the secret best relationship. Yeah, well, I can get behind that. Well, we're mm-hmm. not, we're not here to discuss which one is, argue. which one is the <laughs> best, which one well, is like of the top of the top. We're just, I think that I, just one, that one had, sorry, that one had the most effect on me. Yes. I think out of, but oh. each, but each relationship in the, in each game, it has, may have different effect on different people. Mm-hmm. Like, in my opinion, I think the Final Fantasy X, t- uh, Titus and Yuna relationship is more... That one was tragic. Except he was yeah. a dream. Spoiler yeah, except alert. he wasn't real. Yeah, well, see, that's that's something different and interesting. Okay, and then there was, uh, you know, well, Cecil and Rosa, that one is your cookie-cutter, like, basic relationship. Like, but, uh, but mind you, it was like the first basic... But it was, it was the, the first, first one in the series, yeah. right? Because right. up until four, there wasn't really anything. Hmm. Exactly. Um, is it really Cloud and Tifa? Well, Cloud and Tifa, and then I think Tifa's uh, like super up in Cloud's business. Yeah, but and I then know. um the other bitch, whatever her name is, Aries. Aries. Yes. Yeah, I always thought it was Cloud and Aries. There's, there's like both of them. There's a girl named Aries in it. Aris. Oh, Aris. I thought you said Aries, like Sorry, Greek Aris. god of war. No, like, Aris. 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 
<laughs> but yeah. And then, of course, uh, in Final Fantasy VIII, Squall and Renona. I hate it. She was so fun. I so, love them too. With her, with her, like, dog ass rock in her yeah, pocket. That was amazing. <laughs> that was so what was the fan fiction stuff you said you were going to talk about? Oh, yeah. Squall, Renona is just Squall's beard. Oh, because he's super gay. But who is he? Who is he stripping? Who is all of them? <laughs> every, all, all the men. Every single oh. one. Really I had a crush scary. on. I had a crush on Zell. With, with a tattoo on his face. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Squall's getting up in everything's business. Mm-hmm. Dirty bitch. Oh, but yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, Final Fantasy thirteen, like you said, Fang and Vignal, Um the more unspoken uh, relationship in the game. Yeah. Kind of like. Um, in Sailor Moon, when it was tr- uh, translated over to uh, the English, yeah. and Sailor Uranus, Uranus or Uranus and Neptune were cousins. I know, and then they just <laughs> became lesbian cousins. Yeah, and then they were just lesbian cousins. But we we all know that they what they actually were. And I will say, spoiler alert: at the end of Final Fantasy thirteen, when like they get frozen together in the in the in the globe, holding thing, hands. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, okay, it's pretty like, obvious. Yeah, now. there's all no right. way. There's that. Anyways, all right, we get it. They originally made it was gonna they were gonna make Fang a man though. That oh. was the original. But then oh they, really? Yeah, that that was the original plan. But then they wanted like a, a not flighty girl, mm-hmm. so they turned Fang into a lady. Huh. But they kept the relationship, and they made her Australian. <laughs> I was just gonna say, <laughs> I do love those Australians. And they just threw that in there. Um. So our next one is from Halo, Master Chief and Cortana. Um who have gone through the whole journey of mm-hmm. Halo together. Um, and their, their, their bond is of more trust and yeah. uh, on honesty. So in their quest to... Save the, the world. Save, save themselves. The Halo story as, as it is. Yeah. But the Halo story as it is, I, I don't understand, to be perfectly honest. I've played through <laughs> all first three of them and I just I'm like what is going on so there's a ring and then there's more rings and like the rings can blow up the world what I'm like so confused Mm. and then like there's that level where which was it Halo 3 where you're like in the anus of like (laughs) (laughs) like in the alien anus it looks like a yeah it looks like a giant anus it's a giant anus anyway so it's just really sweet but because it was in the most recent one yes where she's pretty much dying and the mission of the game is to really save her. Isn't After, she not real, though? Yes, yeah, she's a she's, she's a computer programmer. She's and, AI. And, oh. and by the end, her programming is starting to, like, disassemble because oh. she's got, like, a expiry date, essentially. Aww. And the, the game is trying I'm to so, save Cortana. I'm so sorry, Master G. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Just like that. That's, of course, of not of a romantic relationship because, lol, she's AI. But... You're so close-minded, Delvin. <sighs> Apparently. You're so prejudiced. Just let him love who he wants to love. <laughs> Alice Robophobia. Robophobia. Yeah, Robophobia. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What's it? Alice Robophobia. Thanks, Samuel Jackson. Oh, my Just God. let he be he. I don't have Robophobia because my next one that I chose oh. was from Mega Man X4, <laughs> Zero, and Iris. Okay. Iris. So I only recently chose this. And I'm going to put this clip in the show notes. It's magical. It's so in the in Mega Man X Four they have like anime cutscenes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, Zero and Iris are, have like a thing, I guess, and and then she becomes corrupted by the Sigma virus or whatever, and then she ends up becoming a, one of the bosses. And in Zero's part of the game, you have to fight her, and then the cuts to the sequence after where she's 
dead. Um, or we're not dead or dying. And then, like, Zero comes in, and it's, like, horrible voice acting. And he's like, I don't want to live! And he just starts screaming. And what is the reason that I continue to fight? <laughs> ah! <laughs> what am I fighting for? <laughs> it's so funny. So you have to watch the... Uh, the clip. Fantastic. It it's, ate them, it, and now it's going to eat me. Ah! Uh, yeah. Have you guys seen the <laughs> compilation? Was it? Yes, it, that's where I'm. That's oh, where I'm okay. The compilation of bad movie actors. It's so brutal. Oh my god. So yeah, that one is a uh, memorable uh, in my that's mind. That's so sad. I thought it was going to be more funny. <laughs> no. Well, the clip is hilarious. The, the, clip, clip, yeah. the clip is hilarious. You're supposed the, to feel sad. It's the not. moment <laughs> is not. The moment is sad. The way it is portrayed not so much no um so I'll let you take the next one Cameron cause Mass Effect and all the shepherd sexuals <laughs> everybody wants to <laughs> call the relationship they're just the shepherd sexuals yeah is anyone surprised that this is on our list no I no but anyway go yeah. ahead uh probably the most known one is Shepard and Liara and I will say it's probably the best developed one if you play to the end and you actually have Liara as your romance option, her last scene is very touching. You kind of... She creates a sunset for you and you go into oblivion kind of thing. It's like in your mind? Yeah, in, her, in your mind. One of the other ones that was really good at Shepard and Tali is really adorable. It's kind of the rogue and gambit thing where they can't really touch each other because, well, she gets really sick from any... Like, she's in a full-on suit kind mm-hmm. of thing. If she gets... Any germs, she pretty much she go die. Yeah, which one is the? I was reading about other Mass Effect relationships, and there's one between like female Shepard and an alien, and one of the alien uh, yeah. characters, and they're like into each other, but they don't know how they're going to quite make exactly. it work. Yeah, and... it's a uh, Fem Shep and uh, Garrus, who's kind of like this dinosaur-looking bird guy. He's <laughs> like the coolest guy in the whole game, but. It, but whenever they try and do stuff, they can't. Because, like... They, they just kind of, like, butt heads. Kind yeah. Of thing. And it's really sweet. There's a... They do a little tango in one of the scenes. It's... It's very cute. Yeah, that was one of the ones I, I read about. And then, of course... You've got your gays. You've got Kaiden, who's, again, shepherd sexual, I would like to say. And then Cortez, who's my favorite. I, I liked him a lot more than Kaiden. And then you've got your lesbian option with uh, Samantha Trainer, who is adorable. She is the sweetest thing. And it's funny, if you try and romance her as a male, it, it gets super awkward. And she's oh, like, no. And she shuts you down. She's, like, the only one in any of the games who's like, no, I'm not Shepard Sexual. It's like, no, this is not happening. Yeah. So I, I'm going to, on Valentine's Day, because I'm lonely and single, I am going to go and just play some Mass Effect and aw. live vicariously through these pixel characters. Oh, no. Whatever. That sounded so sad. Oh, shut up. I'm going to have a good time. <laughs> Me and Cortez are going to go on a... Oh, fuck, that's awkward. <laughs> so, Phoenix Wright. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright. Um, in honor of Michael, who I know would want this on the list, um, uh, Phoenix Wright and Maya Faye uh, from the original uh, trilogy. Um, they have a not a not a not a romantic relationship, but a, a quite strong relationship throughout the whole game mm-hmm. and he's trying to save her through the stuff that happens which which I won't spoil for anyone it's pretty intense um but it yeah it gets it was it was, it was like a little bit much <laughs> it gets intense on the third one have you played the third one I'm playing right now okay yeah it gets crazy but they have a bond a work relationship and it becomes more affectionate mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. more 
loving and I need to save her damsel in distress. Stuff happens. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, in our more well-known, iconic uh, love relationships, or in this case, maybe not as much, Sonic and Amy Rose. (laughs) Amy Rose, who is hot the hots for Sonic, but Sonic's kind of like... Gotta go fast! Yeah! I just gotta gotta go fast! Yeah! Yeah. Ah, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, that, that, their relationship is more of a, she is always lusting and wanting him, and he's kind of just like... It's like like a kindergarten playground relationship. Yes. It is. That's exactly what it is. I want to kiss you. No, you have rabies. I'm gonna look No, get away! I was gonna say herpes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's not what I meant. You took it from... Actually, kin- not even... I meant cooties, not rabies. <laughs> yeah, but it makes <laughs> sense when they're all animals. That's so, true. If That's they're... Yeah, it's cheap. <laughs> you have rabies. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm looking up Amy Rose and Sonic porn on my phone. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, it's a real thing. Of course it's a real thing. Oh, my God. Anyways. Mario and Peach. Yeah, yes. moving on. Number nine. Mario and Princess Peach, of course, well, are Sonic's dick is huge. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Jesus. So, I've never understood this relationship. Me neither. Yeah. I don't know why it exists. It, it, I don't think they know it exists. It's yeah. just been that way since the beginning of time. And where she's always like, bake me a fucking cake. Or no, I'm going to bake you a I'm cake. I'm going to bake you a cake. Or a pie. Or whatever. And then the bitch gets kidnapped. Like, yeah. And then Mario is always saving her. But... I mean, there is some romantic, you know, you know, there because well, she like kisses him, she kisses yeah, him. and you got the little animated hearts, so mm-hmm. that clearly means love. Right? I'm now googling Mario no. Prince. No, stop it! Prince. Stop it! Okay, stop it! You really need to stop. <laughs> what? I just, um, yeah, it's it's. I don't know. This it's always been a bit weird. It's, yeah, just yeah. like what? What's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it is one of the most iconic relationships when you think of in video gaming, yeah. obviously, because like Mario and Peach, hello. Um, no one ever thinks of Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Daisy. Daisy. That fucking dish rag bitch. Ain't nobody like her. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, anyways. <laughs> um, and in our other interesting relationship from World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. Thrall and Jaina. Is this considered bestiality? Let's find out. Well, I guess so. And Maybe. Jaina. No. He's Porn. still, like, humanoid. I suppose. He's, yes, he's of the humanoid. Yeah. He's human looking. I just couldn't imagine okay. kissing that with That's the teeth enough. and everything. The teeth would be difficult. Yeah. I, I believe. Maybe she, like, sucks on them. Okay. Oh, oh, Why does he get to say all stuff like that and I can't Google image search <laughs> video game porn? <laughs> but yeah, I. It was always that relationship that's never... It's sort of cutesy, and people looked into it more than it ever really was, and everyone wanted it to be, and then all of a sudden, in, like, Cataclysm, Thrall gets his own orc girl, and everyone's like, oh. And then Jaina goes off. Yeah. Not because of that, but but because of that. It's a bit because of that. (laughs) She got mad. Super mad. She went to the dark side. Yeah, she got really angry. Is she evil now? No, she's just pissy. She's just pissy. She's just she was always really nice and whatever, and now she's just Garrosh blew up Theramore. She's also been through a lot. Like from oh, Warcraft yeah. like Warcraft like three. Like, like her, she's her just whole been through a lot. Got killed, her dad got killed. And she's like running around trying to help people. She and... tried to save Arthas. Yeah. Tried to like, get through to him and couldn't. Couldn't. No, Arthas, no. So she's had some she's had some struggles. Yeah. So you know what? Her bitchiness is warranted. Oh, is, God, is, yeah. What's her name still the leader of the undead? Sylvanas? Sylvanas, yes. yeah. She, she's she's the, she is evil now. She's she is, the only she's one who's 
or the original leader, right? Because the uh, orcs is Gel- not Gelbin Mechatork is still the gnome is still there. Oh, yeah. I still feel bad. For and Vol'jin, Vol'jin, the troll leader, still. I feel bad. But for everyone else too. No, well, got fucked. well, that's I yeah. guess. But I was gonna just gonna act because like after everything Jaina has been through, then you know some back alley you know made her like a character in some busted card game that now she has to <laughs> yeah. look at all the time. She's like, I didn't sign my face over to this. And they're like, oh, we're gonna play this card game anyways. I'm Jaina. Poor woman. Poor we're woman. talking Hearthstone. Yeah, yeah, we're talking Hearthstone in case you don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, that's those are the um, list that we chose. As the... I would have sex with Thrall. Okay. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night! <laughs> are you done? That is some green-skinned realness. Why not? Just put a bag on his head. <laughs> Brown, green realness. He doesn't have so, the wrists. That concludes our list of, of uh, relationships in gaming. <laughs> We're not going to go to that space ever again, especially not with Greg here. <laughs> but there's um, some really interesting uh, Google image search stuff that you can do with some of these. Uh, none of which we'll be posting in the show notes. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll post it in the comments. <laughs> and a lot then of free I'll delete time. it. A lot anyway. of people have a lot of free time. Pretty much. Um, so it's that art. Could... Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, are you trying to sign off? <laughs> as, always, as always, we thank you and our sisterhood of the Indie Gamer Podcast. Uh, there is Game Bar, Game Buoy, Koopa Club, and every and live every Sunday at 6 p.m. Uh, East Coast. Uh, West Coast time. Pacific time. Pacific is Orange Lounge Radio. Yes. Perfect. Well done. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Love you.